got the LC in my back pocket. I got the LCS in my front. I got the things that I need and the people I wanna talk to. It's the Full Build Show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Full Build. We've managed to record this week because we've organised ourselves somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> I am joined by the um, the evil genius Ed. Hello. And Beth has made a model of a cat out of Play-Doh. Wait, what? She Am can't I? even remember. It was uh, majestic. Oh. I then turned it into like a square. You know, when you used to get like blue tack, you used to make a square out of yeah. it. Yeah. That's what I did afterwards. Did, does, did you get the zoomies? I did. So many zoomies. Oh, and then I boy. crushed it like I want to do to Yumi at times. Uh, do you want to smash Yumi? I love cats, but that cat annoys me so much. You heard it here first. Beth wants to smash Yumi. <laughs> I don't blame her. <laughs> There's just a queue of people behind me. They're like, my turn. So we largely ignored NA because we couldn't organise ourselves properly. Um, and we're back. And no one wants to talk about NA. No one wants to talk about NA, to be fair. I think we, we've ranted enough about NA. Um, so we came back for, for the... EU, the LEC returned to us after a week off, and it was a week too many. And now they are back in full majestic wonder um, and all sorts of mad things going on. But first, Ed, what on earth has happened? Well, we've got some inside news reports that I've managed to managed to gather today. Wow. I've been, yeah, I've had my ears to the wall with, with esports journalism, and I've managed to find out some, some stories that are going to break here on the podcast. <gasps> Yeah, so, firstly, the story we've got, TSM has denied rumours that they're creating a cloning facility dedicated to making as many clones of Bjergsen as possible. <laughs> One reporter suggested they'd seen the plans and noticed there were various plans for Bjergsen's of various kinds, including Beard Bjergsen, No Beard Bjergsen, Female Bjergsen and Bjergsen with three arms. Team owner Reggie was seen driving a minibus full of Bjergsen clones but said they're just to keep me on company on holiday, nothing to do with the league team. So... Yeah, we've had that. We've had that report happen. We've had Dardock taken to Twitter to show off his latest automotive purchase, which is an ex-army tank. It's 60 foot long and it comes with a built-in sat nav. And then asked why he was typing in the Team Liquid Team House address into the sat nav, he said, "I'm just going for a quick chat." So that that's going to develop over the next few weeks. And finally, FlyQuest Academy player Mash is facing challenges from the American Potato Society over the failures to represent mashed potatoes in a positive light. When he was asked for comment, the mashed potato society said mashed potatoes should not be considered a substitute that gets left in the cupboard and only brought out when you're desperate. They're good with any meal. So <laughs> that's that's what we've, I've found out so far from having my ears to the wall of esports journalism. Wow, it's like I feel like sorry, go on. No, I, I, you know what, I've got nothing to say. I feel like TSM with a like Bjergsen copy have clearly sent our frogging photo from the last podcast. Ah. And I thought, that is a genius idea, let's copy it. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, what else are they going to do? <laughs> because, <laughs> it, it's, we'll touch briefly on it, but of course, Treats, finally, Treats was given a chance in the LCS, as, we, as we've as we talked about, um, for Biofrost, who, to be honest, uh, that probably deserved the benching. Um, yep. And and it was like they beat they win game one and you're like hey it's all it's all good it's gravy treats is the savior the cardboard man 
has done it, and then um, they then lost on the Saturday. Or they lost on the Saturday, didn't they? I can't remember which way they lost anymore. Yeah, they they lost one, so it didn't. Yeah, treats wasn't. They lost the... I got it somewhere. Professional. They lost the Saturday. Yeah, yeah, because we were coming back. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you know that's that's that. At least, at least they beat a hundred thieves. They won one. <laughs> um, so I guess we should probably start off with EU. Yeah. Um. Wow. What a what a a bunch of games we had. We had some absolutely cracking games, and I'll tell you from a fantasy point of view, Mad Lions Schalke was the one we all had our eyes on. Um, because it was like I I played a blinder as well. It was. Just Mad Lion Shouker was beautiful. We managed to make all our points off that one. Um, that's the wrong game. That wasn't. That was ages ago. What am I thinking about? Man, you can tell I'm tired. Mad Lions XL, are you thinking of? It might have been Mad Lions XL. Yeah, it was. Um, Mad Lions anything is pretty much a sure bet at this point. It was Rogue yeah. Shouker. I made. I banked in on on Rogue Shouker, uh, and Mad Lions XL absolutely did it. And um, my man, my my new favourite player in the world. Crown shot, gaining me all the points this weekend. It was beautiful. He's joined top with Larson for the for the number of MVPs he's had now. Um, I he's mean, five MVPs, crown shot. To be fair, that is literally because SK are just like here, crown shot, have everything. Yeah, I mean they've only won six games, so in, in all but one of the games he's won, he's been the MVP. So because he just. Is their kind of the basket that they put all their eggs in, really. Yeah, but you know what? Fair enough. It's clearly working. Yeah. Um, Schalke have not become amazing overnight. They did. I mean, they beat Fnatic, let's be honest. I mean... Which, what, the, what the hell happened there? Well, that, that was... was display. Yeah. That was... <laughs> Fnatic, Fnatic are in real trouble, I think. Honestly, I don't know what's going on with them. I think them and G2 I'm really disappointed with. It just seems a bit of a mess and they're just not organised. Whether they're kind of affected with the fact of they're not live and haven't got an audience there anymore, maybe they play off them a bit more. But I just don't... It's just not going well for them, in my opinion. I, I would say that's true. Really, I really am in the shit at the moment. They're on a three-loss streak at the moment, G2. I mean, and um, as well, the fact it was like G2 Mad Lions, they played, it was the crown. This was the moment G2 needed to show what they were ma- and what they were made of. And it was the mm-hmm. same for Mad Lions, really. It kind of ended up just being like a bit of a, a wet firework, really, in terms of a match, didn't you? Mad Lions just pretty much. There was like a sort of glimmer of hope from G2, and then Mad Lions were like, we're winning again. That yeah. It. it was it was dominant. It was G2 esque, really. It's like they've said yeah. to G2, this is our split, you sit down. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, you know what, I can completely agree with that. Um, They looked really good. They were just, they were just better. They were much better than G2. And I mean, G2 had a tough week coming up against OG as well. But they've got a losing record now. Yeah, they're actually behind Fnatic and SK. That's that's a problem because, you know, we know we saw, you know, they're, they're in fact, they're tied sixth. So they're not guaranteed playoffs. No. At this point, the Worlds, you know, Worlds is looking is even looking even further off now because yeah. 
even with four teams, Mad Lions and Rogue are pretty much, you know, unless something collapses, they're pretty much set to go. But then there's a three-way sort of fight between Fnatic, Origin, G2. You know, even Misfits and SK are in contention as well, I think, in terms of a, a sort of outsider. You know, Misfits could definitely do a decent run in playoffs or in Gauntlet or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, so it's it's going to be... I mean, same roster that went to that almost completed the Golden Road. You know, we're not talking about a team that did well at Worlds. They no. nearly completed the Golden Road. Um, and they are looking awful, quite frankly. Yeah, they're, they're kind of running out of time to pull it back. Like by now, you're like, come on, guys, you know, if you're just pissing about or like taking it like slow, now's the time you need to look on the back road is up because they're on like a three loss streak. It's kind of like, are you going to do anything or are you just going to chill? Well, I, I, you know, I'm looking at their, their draft. It wasn't like a troll draft. It wasn't as if they'd picked, like, really troll champs and gone like, oh, yeah, whatever, we're going to play Garen. You know, uh, for against Mad, Camille, Jankos, uh, Cass, Ezreal, Braum. That's mm-hmm. not an unreasonable lineup. No, that's, that's a pretty standard meta draft almost apart from maybe Cass who's slightly not favoured at the moment but it's, you know it's not a troll draft or an experimental draft by any means it's, it's no. quite you know, run of the mill in terms of setup. So they're not they're not only not winning like that they're playing badly but um, did you see it was um, Ocelot during the week tweeted saying that basically and that's to be fair I think it was in the League of Legends documentary basically the the um, the ethos behind the club is actually we don't care if we win we're here to entertain and we're going to play exciting league of legends and be in that entertainers and everything and yeah. i'm like fair play um i'm not You're sure you're only if... going to hold people's attention for so long though i think that. yeah that's from my because you know what g2 aren't they've not got fans because they play crazy um crazy drafts they've got fans because they win lots yeah. Win lots and, and do well with what they got. And no one it. wants to watch a punching bag, ultimately. No one watches Schalke, do they? Really? No. <laughs> Schalke uh, is pretty much avoided as a team. Only to, like, if people want to laugh at how badly they lost. That's <laughs> the only reason people watch Schalke. <laughs> to be fair, I watch them because they're often integral to my uh, success on the Fantasy League. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're watching with a stake in it, though. That's oh, like, yeah. I tell you what, it's like every week you're like, I'm just going to be, oh, who are Schalke playing? Ah, yes, okay, so I'll be picking all of those players, please. Um, (laughs) Not Fnatic, though. Don't do it if they're playing. No, well, I did. (laughs) I did. It was a big oof that week. Mistake was made. Yeah. Um, I'm doing quite well. I'm doing very well at Fantasy, and I'm very happy. I'm pleased with myself. I mean, taking Illis is always a bit of a 50-50 anyway, because he's... Even when they win, he seems to die six times anyway, which is slightly odd. Yeah, no, I certainly see that point. That's that's certainly true. Um, what else did we have this week? Um, the Jack Troll thing. The Jack Troll, it. yeah, that's well, that's proven to be a success, if anything. I don't know how long it will last as a success, though. I don't know. I mean, Destiny wasn't that great for the choice of an import anyway. No, I've been quite the motivation behind. No, I, I suppose it was worth a gamble because maybe he could come over. But I feel like if you're a, a team like Origin, you you might as well let other teams take the gamble. Let your SK take the gamble on him. 
yeah, you're a big name and a reasonably middle of the pack team that can easily draw in fairly decent players without needing to resort to like. Please come to our team import that might be promising. Right. <laughs> I, I'm surprised. You know what is surprising is I know obviously there's good reasons for it, but EU's complete lack of Koreans. You know, minus the odd one. I know you got trick and everything, but there is overall they're barely an import in the EU, which is amazing. Cause it used to be like every team would use their two Korean import slots on just random players. That yeah. Heard of. Like, you remember the nuclear and Che on H2K? Where they were like, Why have they got them? It doesn't make <laughs> any sense. <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing. I mean, it's brilliant what's happened in Europe, and I think obviously they're, they're the shining example of, mm -hmm. of how to do player development. But um, yeah, it's China still does it. That's the thing that really gets me. But they're taking like, like the best. I know, but China is a, is a real is is produced some of the best talent in the world. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Somehow they're like, no, we need to get a, a really good player from Korea in. Like, despite Korea now looking like probably the third third tier league, yeah, worldwide, I don't I don't quite get because there are still because every Chinese team seems to have, have imports on it, Korean imports. I don't know if it's like a thing that they almost like Korean players as like a sort of show thing. Yeah, I, I mean, Jackie Love is always like I mean Jackie Love. I'm not I'm not talking along the lines of like Jackie Love or Knight, who are obviously the best players in the world and worth having on your team, but you, you know, there's teams that go further down the list in terms of imported Koreans and will have like, you know, oh, this guy was seventh in LCK two years ago. And you're like, well, why is he on your team? Well, you can really not find a Chinese player that yeah. is worth having more than them. Um, one thing I do want to touch on quickly is what the fuck are, are, are Fnatic drafting? Okay, I know they won both games, but like that comp where it was like the Cho'Gath the AP Cho'Gath, the um, Kha'Zix, the Oriana, Reckless on Senna, and Hillisang on Braum. It's like, just weird, we're going to give up the early game and hope and be really hard to kill draft. I think they need to stop putting Re Reckless on a Senna, or like, they've had him on Senna, Soraka, maybe a Syndra, I think, I can't remember. They need to put him on just what he's good at, like get him on a proper AD carry. Because that's how he can carry a game. I feel like they're just not giving him the chance. They're just being like, oh, this will work for the combo. This is meta at the moment. And I just feel like it's not working for them. They keep going through these weird moments where they put Reckless on a support and it doesn't yeah. work. They've done it every fucking split. They've gone, oh, let's put Reckless on Karma for six days in a row. And, it doesn't, and they yeah. lose lives. And they go, oh, why are we losing? Because you put Reckless on a Karma. That's why it was you're like, losing. Reckless is always the carry for the team, whereas at the moment now it feels like they've been like, Oh, Reckless is alright, but let's make self-made the carry. Let's put everything into him. And Which... it might work, but I feel like, yeah, he's a good player, but it's not working for them. I mean, you just said it might work, but it's not working for them. Yeah, I just, I don't feel like it is working. Well, they it's went 2-0. Every game, isn't it? And I think that's the problem. I, I don't mind putting everything into self-made, because I think self-made's awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of okay with that. But do you do you really need Senna? That like I'm happy that we decide or that Fnatic decide right. We're a we're a jungle carry team. Self-made yeah. our yeah. is our best player. Fine. D d do we need a Senna for that? 
No, you can still put like you can still run a comp with a with a tanky engaged top laner, carry jungler, and then like you know a fairly low economy mid lane like a twisted fate or an Oriana who doesn't need you to pour resources into them, and then like you know a low economy ADC like an Ash or something, and then a tanky support, and that would work perfectly well as a comp without having to like sacrifice everything to give self made a carry. You could still build sort of you know, half and half in in each respect and then have a carry jungler. Yeah. Um You don't need our only hope is Kazix as your comp, really. No. It's I don't know. I'm feeling very concerned about Fnatic at the moment. I don't I don't have a lot of confidence in them, I would say. I mean Yeah, got... it's the same with like with G two, isn't it? Obviously these two yeah. teams were always were really good. They'd always be the top of the board and now it's just kind of a shit show. Uh, we've got two other teams that are doing really well with uh, Mad Lions and Rogue, which is great to see. But the ones you always knew were doing well, you just kind of like, I feel like, is it worth watching their games? Because I feel like I know what's going to the outcome's going to be. It's probably going to be a loss. Oof, that is That's a, how, that sorry. is a hot take. Point me Reddit. Indictment of. <laughs> Ooh, so situation. we are yeah. about halfway uh, through the split. We're just over halfway this year. Um, there's no gauntlet, so the four, the top four teams in playoffs are going to go to Worlds. Gun to your head, there's some weirdos broken into your house, and there's like, <laughs> out of the LEC teams, which are which are going to Worlds. So who do you think at this point of the year is gonna is gonna win the league, and then who's gonna who's gonna who will be the other three teams going to Worlds? Okay, Madman. Well, firstly, calm down and put the gun. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, I think, I mean, uh, Rogan from Mad Lions look pretty set now. There's, there's no way that I think they won't make top four based on how things are at the moment. So I think I'd go, I'd, I'd safely go with them. But where, where'd you go from there? I'm, I think G2 might claw it back. And I think Fnatic might claw it back. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, the next option is then Origin, who are like really passive and just kind of give everything up. Like, I don't know how well that went. In a best of three or a best of five, I think they'd end up just, like, giving away everything. They'd, they'd play an aggressive comp and then go, oh, shit, that's the only aggressive comp we can play. And then they'd, they'd pick, and then G2 or someone like that would pick a cancer comp, and then it would just be, oh, well, now we're just going to play back in our old stuff because that was the only sort of proactive comp that we'd come up with. So I think I, I, I'm, I've still got faith that G2 and Fnatic might, like, at least drag themselves into third and fourth. Beth, what do you think? Um, I mean, I don't think Schalke have got a chance, let's be honest. Oh, that's... Whoa, Beth! <laughs> calm down! <laughs> that is the hottest take that's been, that's been taken on this podcast. <laughs> Even the Froggum thing is completely forgotten now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Mad Lions and Rogue, as Ed said, are pretty... They're pretty set in stone there, unless they go, you know, tits up and God knows what happens. Yeah. Um, I think, I think Fnatic could have a chance. I think I'm the same with Ed. I think if G2 bring it back, because I think they could, I think they're somewhat being coasting. They might be like, actually, we need to kind of buck our ideas up. And I'm sure I say this every week and I'm hoping it's going to happen. So I think it would be Mad, Rogue, Fnatic and G2. Okay. I, I think. Um... That's what I'm hoping. I'd be yeah. I think I think Rogue have 
I think Mad Lion unquestionably number one seed at the moment. They're looking really good. Um, then I think Rogue have they've they've shown enough to definitely be considered the second best team. I know they're currently level with Mad, but I would definitely put Mad above them. Yeah. Um, I think G two will. Um, I think I'm going to use my hot take. I'm I don't think Fnatic's are going to make worlds. Oh. I don't think Fnatic look good enough in general. Um, and they're kind of all over the place. Ah, uh, but who do I think is going to replace them? Is it Schalke? Ah, uh, yes, you got me. <laughs> Schalke are going to Worlds. Um, I'm really torn between SK and, G- and Origin, but I think Origin are... You, I know you talk about they're passive and safe and everything, but that's enough sometimes, you know. Uh, I know it's a different region, but Team Liquid kind of played that and managed four LCS titles. Um, So I think that's my hot take, Origin over Fnatic to Worlds. And as a Fnatic fan, will that kill you? Um, To be honest, I'll be be truthful with my Fnatic fandom. Um, I was always more of... Well, I always liked Unicorns of Love. And then when, obviously, Unicorns of Love were never going to make it through franchising, um, Fnatic just have really good merch. So, <laughs> I'd be I'd be sad to lose a world shirt because their world shirts are pretty good. But um, I, I'm yeah, I'm kind of I'm open to offers from any LEC teams as to why I should support you. Um, maybe well, we should so. show him the merch first. Give me the merch brochure. <laughs> yeah, let me go through it. I'll grade it out of ten. I'm, I'm all teacher, about and merch. Then we'll go from there. Um, so it, I I mean I could survive. I think as well when Worlds comes around. It becomes it becomes Europe. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. I have teams I prefer to win, but I want Europe to win. The only exception to that is uh, TSM, where I am a proper TSM fanboy, and I'm all in TSM. So, um, but I guess we'll talk about them in a minute. Um, does yeah. that more or less wrap yep. up EU? Bits to go. But I don't think I don't think it will happen just simply because I don't think they're good enough, but. I would like that if I would like was hoping for something that would be it. What was that? I missed. Sorry, I missed the first bit of that. It was misfit, misfits' fourth seed would be the thing I'd really love to see, but I don't think it will happen. Yeah, I've not got any faith in them. <laughs> I, I like them, and I don't think there's any particular. I don't think the support thing is the only real weak point they have. I feel like I'm not that into Dan Dan, and I'm not that into Razork. I'm not that into Razork either. I'm into Dan Dan. I like Dan Dan. I think he's he's a versatile player, but I don't think I'm not a massive fan of Razork. Is it because you like saying his name, Dan Dan? That, that is a factor. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, Dan Dan's been on Misfits for a while now, though, and he's developed as a player. I feel like, which I think is a good thing, because he, he, he started off like a bit mm, meh. As a bit of a sort of like, you know, he, he got subbed in and he was sort of all right, but everyone was like, oh, but you've got Soaz on the bench. And then slowly he proved himself to be best at Soaz in the role he was playing. Mm. And, but I don't know about Razork. I just don't get the same inspiration from Razork as I did from Dan Dan at that time. Fair enough. Um, So. I think it's going to be a fairly short uh, Make America Great Again because we have arrived at Evil Geniuses who, um, in fact, where are they in the standings? Cause they're fourth. 
they're fourth. I am surprised at that because because NA's shit. So <laughs> I'm surprised at that. Yeah, six and six. Wow. Well, it's, it's partly because of Liquid's resurgence, I think, which has put like them and Cloud Nine at the top, and then it's sort of you are playing for the other eight spots. Um. So, Beth, what would you do to Evil Geniuses? Um, I think mine's pretty simple. Um, all frogs? No. Um, I would I would keep them as they are. You're not making any changes. I'm not making any changes. I'm quite happy with it, how they are. Fair um, enough. I think if I was get rid of anyone, it would be Zazar, but I enjoy saying his name, therefore he's staying. Fair enough. Can't argue with that. Ed, have you done anything to Evil Geniuses? I've got a fucking smouldering hot take about Evil Geniuses. Whoa! So, I'm I'm not that sold on Bang. <gasps> that is a hot take. Just because I don't I don't see how. How he fits into that team? They're a very they play generally when they when they've been playing with with um, Kumo and Jizuke, they've been a mid lane focused team. Now they've got Huni and Golden Glue. They're playing as a top lane focused team. I don't know why you'd get a player like Bang who sort of relied on being quite quite a resource intensive player and then not make him your main carry. It almost doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're struggling for import slots, then having Bang there isn't necessarily the best choice. Yeah. So I would replace Bang. And I would try and get Cobby from Misfits to replace Bang. Ooh. And then go with a golden glue hoony thing, go with the Go with you know, go with the Jizuke Kuma. That 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 sort of works and Hooney will be a Hooney will be a resident next year and You'll be able to play who needs Spencer and Zuka, Cobby, Zazel then. But that's that's my smouldering hot take. But I don't think Bang fits that well into their play style. And I think Cobby is more versatile. Fair enough. Um, okay, that's an interesting... Um, I've made one one change because I was really tempted. If, if I could have really gone for it. I wanted to I wanted to go all out and bring impact to um EG for the same reasons that Ed just brought up actually because they don't need to be a top lane focused team because they got Jizuke and Bang. However, this the move they made to get Huni is it's kind of such a big deal that I couldn't really just ignore it completely. So in an ideal world, I'd have got rid of um their top laners and I'd have brought in Impact However, I've resigned myself to top lane being what it is. Uh, I've kept Svenskeren and Shizuke. I've decided to keep Bang. My only change is to bring in Afromu um, to kind of beef up that lane a bit, to have someone who's a bit more dominant. Um, because that man, not so long ago, was an MVP on 100 Thieves. So he can't have just become terrible. And he's had a reasonably good split so far, to be fair, as well. So that was my that was my change. Zazel for Afromu, which I, I mean is fair. Fair enough. So that was very unexciting. Um, <laughs> they're not a good team to do that. For. No, they're not. They're they're fine, kind of okay. Um, and maybe I should have just gone for my really hot take, but even then, it's like. Pfft. So what? Um, as fourth place in NA gets you. 
<laughs> Speaking of which, the man, the myth, the legend, Treats, came in. He came. He saw. He conquered, conquered a bit, and then and then got stabbed in the back by everyone else. No, um, <laughs> and no way am I saying it was his fault that that TSM lost. Um, man, the point for anyone. TSM are one hell of a team, aren't they? <laughs> one way of putting it. Uh... <laughs> Quite as politely as I put it, but yeah, I mean, as I said, as a as a TSM fanboy, I started I started fanboying over them because um, when they had um, it Good was uh, no I, no actually it wasn't it was because I did fancy LCS back in the day, and I had um, I had Santorin and I had Bjergsen. I had the number one pick in the draft and I picked Bjergsen. So suddenly. My my life became revolved around wanting TSM to win, and that just became um, that just became why I was mad into TSM. So I followed TSM for a while, and and uh, you know I've I enjoyed the highs of 2016 and just winning all the time, and it's gotten really sad. And I kind of understand how like Manchester United fans are. I just want to <laughs> win again. I really do. It's like being a Tottenham fan. Winning is not something I've ever been able to um, to understand, but I, I get Man United fans being like, well, it used to be better when we were winning all the time. 2016 was the golden days of League of Legends. Oh, haunts our greatest... You know, um, I miss it and I miss winning and I miss being in finals and I miss going to Worlds. So, um, yeah, they suck. And I feel <laughs> like losing to FlyQuest, man. I, I understand FlyQuest are a good NA team, but... Man, I think they suck. I think they're just not very good players all put together, and so they're doing well. I'm sure well. you're talking Flyquest, but they might still well be the team that attends I know. Worlds for an A. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I like Power of Evil. I like Ignar. Solo is he's he's there, isn't he's it? there. Turtle yeah. passed it. You know, at the top <laughs> level, uh, uh, and Santorin. <sighs> I mean, these these people should not be playing in the top league. I'm sorry. That is that is another hot take. Those are players who, let alone being a decent team that made finals, should not be playing in NA. Um, whilst, uh, how does a team with Bjergsen and Doublelift lose to any... Like, honestly, those players should be able to carry on their own. And I know Bjergsen's really trying because, man, you watch some of his games and his plays and it's it's ridiculous what he's able to do he is so good the biggest loss in league of legends is that he's signed up to tsm for life and i hate to say it as a tsm fan and a bjergsen fanboy i love to see him in europe or in china or in korea so yeah, yeah. I, I mean i am very down but we could do that as well in, in a bit we'll do we'll do which na teams are going um C9. C9 lost again to EG. Yep. That's what I mean. That's why no change needs to be made to EG. They can win there you games. Go. You, got, you got me there. Against, against the people who are top in the league. Or um, top. And I think this is a concern for Worlds and how good are C9. Maybe they've just been winning too much. But 
like they're playing really standard it's not like they're going whoa we're playing c9 but we've got mad picks it's like bard's a semi-standard pick they've got an ash which is fine we've got um syndra who syndra's absence this weekend was bizarre because she didn't take any extra nerves but suddenly no one's picking or banning syndra um Did you not get the memo? syndra's on holiday this week apparently so but niski picked her up um and then Lee Sin and, and Licorice and uh, Lee Sin and Set. So I mean, what they what they're playing is very much the Chinese meta, isn't it? Like Lee Sin, Bart, yeah. Syndra. There's it's thing. bizarre. So I mean, they're nine it's and two. Not, it's not you know it's not an exciting meta that's going to catch no. anyone off guard. It's you know standard Chinese mid mid game team fight comp, but it's not. Yeah. And I think, you know, they're 9-2. and two. They're, they're obviously doing very well, and they'll probably win the split. But I am... Shades of, of Liquid last year, though, hasn't it, about it? Yeah. They just dominated everything, and then they went to Worlds, and they're like, shit, actually, everyone else is really good. Yeah. See, that's, what, that's what I mean. Like, So, obviously, because we didn't, haven't had MSI this year, we can't see what teams like Cloud9, who dominated the Spring Split, are going to do on an international stage. We don't know what they're going to be like against EU teams, you know, Korea and China, because they haven't had the chance to go against them. You know, they are maybe just the best of a bad bunch for NA. I saw a tweet that I thought was, like, really relevant, was that someone basically called out NA and was like, no, you are at the level... Because it was with the whole Ica thing. And it was like, no, you are at the level of a European minor league. And I'm like, that is actually probably correct. I think if, if... if most NA teams were to go into EU Masters, I think C9 would probably win or would at least get to a final. But after that, I guess maybe Liquid and TSM would do all right. But fourth onwards... There's a shit ton of talent in, in EU Masters yeah. as well. It's not like EU Masters is some like dead-end league like NA Academy. No. It's, it's loaded with teams that would probably hold their own in the LEC. Yeah. Yeah, which I know we touched upon this last podcast, but and about it's time for for the leagues to grow, which I think it, it is for both. In in yeah. funny for different reasons, EU has too much talent, and then they needs needs to be getting spots to to people yeah. rather than playing Deadwood. Um, to get rid of the people that need to retire. I mean, I have no interest in talking about CLG, Dignitas, Golden Guardians, or Immortals. <laughs> I don't know about you. I just don't. <laughs> They just exist, and Golden Guardians aren't even that good, but they just need to get wins just by their opponents being worse. I like their merch, That's though. Like <laughs> merch for the win. Good merch. Dignitas just need to just give up, because Terrible they merch. put Viper in, and then they... Yeah. And they just put, they put him on Wukong in a comp that did not fit Wukong at all, and were like, oh, why didn't that comp work? Oh, we gave Viper what he wanted. Yeah, but Viper, what Viper wanted wasn't what you needed in that comp. And why are you putting Viper in? Well, and then because they want to pick Riven, they've decided they want to pick Riven. But he's got a twenty forty three. Like his, his win rate is like severely negative on any champion that isn't Riven. He's six mm. three on Riven, and then like twenty forty three on everything else. Yeah. He's like, well, that's just why are you in LCS? Yeah. If, if you've got that much of a losing win rate. But I think Rift Rivals next year shouldn't be between NA and EU. It should be between NA and EU Masters. <laughs> I, th- I think... Or maybe maybe you let CLG TSM... Give a chance of winning it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you give CLG TSM... There needs to be a second one then, yeah. 
Um, because I think top three, I, I mean, I'm in no doubt, unless there is some major, unless um, TSM have to play Hakuo in the in the earlier rounds, the the world's teams are clearly CLG, T, uh, CL, C9, TSM and TL. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's only between FlyQuest and TSM for me if it goes to Worlds. Not that it really matters, because whoever doublelifts get shat on, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, doublelift has not made it out of groups of Worlds for, like... No. Um, yes. I don't think this is going to be his year, given the state of the name. I don't think... I think I EG think could, could get it, but I just think TSM... they got Bjergsen and doublelifts in playoffs. That's That's a boost. Yeah, I think enough to get to, it's enough to get to worlds. It is enough to get yeah. <laughs> it's enough to get to worlds to go out in groups. I I don't know. I may be fanboying, but I do think any team that has double lift and Bjergsen on it has a chance they've, of getting out. They've definitely got enough presence to to keep you know to keep through playoffs. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The but... Speaker, he's a player. Um. <laughs> Broken Blade, I don't know anymore. I I like him. I like I like him personally. He seems to bring a lot to the team. I'm not entirely convinced on him. He, well, he's not wrecking NA, basically. No. Um, he won't. Yeah, one in three. One in three against on Orn against FlyQuest. I mean, yeah, is he worth the import slot? I mean, it doesn't matter so much now, to be honest, but. Is he? Who do you import as better? Well, exactly. I think that's well. That's what I'm. I'm fairly sure the move that seems to be on everyone's lips is that closer to TSM in summer, which wouldn't surprise me. It's just a horrible move, though. I don't know. Is it? Why not? Because is another carry jungler. They just keep doing the same fucking thing and expect. <laughs> oh, it'll work this time. It didn't work the previous ten times, but. Uh, he's not the jungler you need and it's just going to be the same problems that happen again and again it's because they've got no coaching they've got Path as their coach who's pretty much just there because him and Reggie are mates he could be working reason. at Royals Royce <laughs> he, should, he should go on one of the Royals Royce he might actually do something of value there but I mean oh I mean yeah it's who knows situation where it just doesn't seem like anyone has the will to... They, they keep changing the wrong thing and they keep trying the same formula over and over and over again. No, this time it'll work. Like, it, it hasn't and it won't. And, it, and, the, and the world is getting stronger around you while you keep trying the same thing as well. That's the worst part of it. Yeah. You know, it's, not, it's not like each year you try the same failed formula. You're getting closer to having a chance. You're getting further from having a chance by trying the same formula over and over. I mean, a bright side in their game against FlyQuest. Um, Treats did have 100% KP. That's something. He had four out of four. I mean, he's right. I don't mind Treats. Treats is not a problem. And he didn't eat. Out of... Int even. No Talent indeed. like that is a good is a good way to sort of start off. But I think, oh, this jungler's been decent on another team, for, known for his high play aggressive performances. Let's bring him here and make him play Sejuani. Yeah. It's just it's the same problem they've had every time. And unless it's a carry jungle meta and you're willing to play carry junglers and take resources off Bjergsen and Doublelift, which they're not because it's Bjergsen and Doublelift. Yeah. 
that's the problem. You don't you you don't want to carry jungler because you've already got two, you know, two strong carry players. You don't need another person that's got carry threat, or at least you need someone that's that's able to play off carry threat and still do well with it. Yeah, that's that's my feelings on on that. Yeah, I think it's tough. Um, go to Korea. Forget a random Korean. I'm sure fucking. I'm sure someone's random. Let's just pick a Korean. <laughs> just get a Korean jungler. But I mean, a Korean jungler might almost be more like willing to play off. Yeah. Off their main sort of role. Whereas if you get an NA jungler, it's like, oh, this NA jungler is really known for his physics. Oh, you're now coming here and playing full tank Gragas every game. <laughs> that, you know, you're going to get pissed off and go, I'm not here to play full tank Gragas. I can go and be on Dignitas and get paid more. I won't win anything, but I get paid loads. Oh, it ain't a real mess. <laughs> it is a complete mess, but none of the teams have any will to change anything because they make loads of money off it. That's yeah, thing. it is. It but is bad. The problem with franchising, EU can actually do better with franchising because none of the teams want to be the, known as the shit team in EU. Yeah, because then they're a joke. Schalke are like, oh shit, we don't want to be like, we don't want to be the joke of the league. Whereas Immortals will just be like, oh fuck it, we'll get another team. Next year we'll just wipe our team out and try again. Yeah, we'll just try it. Oh, Apollo and Hakuo can go somewhere else and they'll go together. Yeah. Oh, we'll just put our academy in and they'll do it half decently and, and everyone will forget how bad we were. Like, it's, Yeah. It's, it's almost about not being bad in NA rather than being good. It's tough. As, as it's it's really bad um and i i'm really not convinced on c9 on like we talked about on the international stage i'm, I'm really not so maybe i'll like gonna just go and lose you know they're doing well where they are at the moment but i just don't think it's gonna work like blabo's been doing all these crazy things and being able to just invade jungles willy-nilly with no one like punishing him and it's like holy shit i tried to take red buff and i just died what the fuck why were they here it's like, oh, well, you know, they've uh, been warding and they've tracked you properly. Yeah. Oh. It's like a solo cube game where, where a person goes 15-0 on Katarina one game. Yeah. Oh, well, clearly I'm the best Katarina player in the world. And then and then the next game, they play against someone who actually has half a clue what they're doing. And they're like, why is the opposing champion so broken? Oh, yeah. Why can't I carry? Why is this? Why is everything rubbish? You know, like, it's, you know... You, LA at this point is not a good meter of how strong a team is just because no um right I guess we should wrap it up there on that downer yeah <laughs> NA you shit yeah <laughs> we'll just turn this into an NA hate podcast we always do every week every week <laughs> if you dislike our NA hate you can contact us on twitter at the full build um get in touch with us and tell us why we're wrong or why we're right. Um, we'll probably ignore you. No, I'm joking. We, nah, won't we won't. We need... Please, please contact us. I'm so lonely. I'm so lonely. Oh, human contact would be nice. It, you know what? It kind of would. Um, so... That uh, made the podcast more depressing. <laughs> next week. Oh, well, well, we'll work out when we do it next week. Um, so, I guess that's that's it so yeah contact us on twitter at the full build uh thank you for listening to our our ramblings um and we'll be seeing you soon
Right, let's try this. Let's record. So I am talking to Beth. Hello, Beth. Hello there, Alex. How are you, Beth? I'm good. Oh, did you see my sweet ass gold grabs I put in the chat? I did. Did it make you like wanna kill me? I, I don't I can't I can't support your decision making. I traded so much for him. <laughs> that was I got rid of everyone. <laughs> really bad decision making. It was worth it so much.